Michael Bay is going to want to go, can, can I touch it? Just a little. And, and it's going to be poison. It's going to be really bad. Show me on the no, Transformer I, I, where Michael Bay touched you. Hi, welcome back to Not So I'm Ricky. I'm John. Man. Uh, okay, so it isn't a famous guy, but we have another another guy passed away. It's the original guy, man in suit. Uh, the original yeah. actor that portrayed Godzilla, N- Haruo Nakajima, passed away. He was the original Godzilla suit actor. You always see him in the black and white pictures, half with the with the mask off, you know, in the big city. Um, not a famous name. I've seen it before, uh, but, you know, Godzilla, man, the original movies. He was 88 years old. I mean, uh, Sean, what, where did Godzilla fall in your childhood? Godzilla is very memorable, but, you know, when I think of Godzilla, I think late night, Friday night, Saturday night, watching uh, Elvira and watching, uh, what was the USA, the guy, the cowboy guy, he was like a redneck, lived in a trailer park or whatever, and they he did TV movies on USA and stuff. I can't think of his name. Oh, I didn't have you cable know, they in. always plays. Oh, well, trust me, we barely had it. <clears throat> Uh, we, if you want to know, we had hijacked satellite from our neighbor. No, 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 no. Um, but I remember watching lots of Godzilla and stuff. And even then, you're like, "How did they do this? How? Why does the angles look funny and stuff like that?" And to realize, you know, as you get older, that those were actually people in suits. Working those things, barely being able to see out of them, no telling what they were enduring heat-wise, because God knows there wasn't, you know, oh, here's this nice air-conditioned suit for you to live in for the next six hours. I, I guarantee that didn't happen. It was, It's awesome. Like, Godzilla is a huge part, and it, it's kind of sad that we don't know this man's na- name more than what we do, because... For Godzilla to be such a huge character, for the man to portray him not to be as big, you know. Yeah, Godzilla was. Uh, I can't exactly remember when it came into my experience, but I know it was the the first time I saw it was the old the Raymond Burr American added in Godzilla, uh, you know, and then of course there was the Saturday afternoon we had. On Fox 16, they had just a hodgepodge of every old and current sci-fi. Like you had, you know, Lost in Space, uh, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, all the Irwin Allen stuff. And then you had these sci-fi movies. Like you had Godzilla. You had Godzilla vs. King Kong. You had... Uh, that That's where I've seen all that. And there's there's several of those I'd like to try to track down that this one in particular where there's aliens that are just giant meat stalks with eyes on them it's weird very weird but Godzilla you know filled a lot of my Saturdays and I I honestly loved it now I never did like I never did like the Godzuki <laughs> I'm gonna tell you 
You weren't a fan of Kid Godzilla? No, I mean, okay, okay. The, he had a cool cartoon. The animated cartoon, I'm, I'm okay. The little kid in the suit, no. I, I thought it was fun. I thought it added a new thing. I was always cheering for him because I was like, yeah, you go, Kid, kid Godzilla. Yeah, but you've always been cheering for the little guy. <laughs> I'm just going to let you deal with this dead air right now. <laughs> Speaking of dead air, uh, something that was great. Carl Urban is in talks for a Judge Dredd TV series, Mega City One. Uh, that Judge, that movie, Dredd with Carl Urban, is absolutely fantastic. Absolutely, totally underrated Judge Dredd movie. I freaking love Dredd. It it was a great movie. Now, and, and it could be, of course, it may not be a, a wonder fest of a movie to people, but it is an absolutely amazing Judge Dredd movie. Much better. Oh, yeah. Much better than the Stallone Judge Dredd, by the way. Oh, you weren't happy with that one? What By what shortcomings did you see? Uh, Other than all of them. All, all the shortcomings. They piled them on. I think this would be awesome for to pull somebody like Carl Urban, who I, I think is, you know, he, he's an A-class actor, I would say. If you could pull him for TV, oh, you, you've got, as long as the story is well-written and you have continuity and can keep up with, you know, some good reoccurring characters and villains and storyline there, you, you would have a great TV series. Yeah, and he's done TV. Uh, Almost Human. He ran a whole series, and that was, if it would have mm-hmm. went on, he would have done more. I mean, I'm, I'm fully behind this. I mean, um, stories from Judge Dredd. Now, I did not read Judge Dredd, but um, it wasn't something I could get a hold of readily. All the art I ever seen from it looked amazing. It was UK. It was stuff kind of foreign, like ideas like Doctor Who and and things like that. You know, Judge Death. You want to see him in there. You want to see more of Mega City One and more of the mythology of Judge Dredd. I, I think it would be absolutely wonderful. Oh, yeah. Uh, moving on, what is not wonderful. Uh-huh. The reviews for the Dark Tower. Yeah, yeah. Now but, but I've, before, I've heard I've heard of quite a few that have said it's not as bad as everybody's saying. Right, he, and I think it's going to be better for you and I as well because I haven't read the books and you haven't either, right? No, I've never I've never even picked up a Dark Tower book. So, so I, I think it's fine for us. We'll go in whatever story you feed me, man. I'll I'll eat that up. I believe it's the people that, trust me, I've been there. I am one of those people where you've read the book and it was incredible and it had an impact on you. And then you go and you see a movie that is made for a mass audience on, you know, a a two-hour movie scale and they condense a bunch of stuff that you cherished. Rather than telling the full story, they condense it down to where, you know, in bite-sized bits, and a lot of the stuff gets missed. But but for you and I, I think it'll be enjoyable. I really do. Well, I heard the most of the complaints I heard in reviews were it it could use 15 more minutes. It's it's a 95-minute movie. 15 okay. more minutes of character work, uh, a little more complex story. They say it's very simplistic 
Go a place, stay a place, find something. Go another place, stay a place, find something. Um, and the performances are, are fine. I mean, everybody's said, of course, Idris Elba is great. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is Matthew McConaughey. You know, he, he's always great to see. And, and they say the boy does a good job. And the story is, you know, very Stephen King very, you know, there's there's connected stuff to the Stephen King universe. The boy has The Shining. Uh, it, I don't know. I, I want to see it. Absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm wanting to see it very badly. I don't know when I'll be able to make it. Now, but I do want to watch it. Now, you do haven't read any of the Dark Tower stuff at all. I have not, and, and that's what makes me want to say. You know, you you said this was 95 minutes. That, that's a pretty good. Laying the groundwork for a base movie when you know you're going to have more story to tell in the future. Do you think they just chopped it short so they can know they have an audience to tell more story to later? Well, the setup is, now this movie takes place after the books. And it's playing to the possibility of an ongoing series of Roland and the Man in Black when they were younger. Uh, possibly doing the books in a TV series, though this movie is firmly after the books. Okay, I didn't, I didn't realize that. Like, I tried to avoid spoiler stuff that I thought would be spoiler stuff. I guess I missed, you know, actually where in the timeline this movie took place. Now, what is the last Stephen King book you, the most modern Stephen King book you've read? Mm-hmm. Well, see, I wouldn't, I couldn't say for most modern because that would probably be something no more than you know it or the stand okay. I, I love all of his older stuff uh i've i've read misery uh but you know that that was so you you uh, stopped right before the dark tower stuff started right yeah okay. a few years before that's where i stopped okay i can see that um also, some exciting news to me, possibly. Ugh, I hate... Uh, hmm. Okay, I don't, I don't want to say I'm excited about this, but I kind of am excited about this. The Bumblebee movie, and I did not know this, got the director from Kubo and the Two Strings. I, I truly enjoy and celebrate that movie. Kubo and the Two Strings is a fabulous piece of cinema. I mean, it's one of the greatest stop-motion animated uh, features ever made. Uh, it's a great kids movie. It's a great adult movie. It, it's it just honors everything that's in there. I really enjoy that movie, and seeing this gives me a lot of hope that this movie could turn out completely different than the Bayverse. Now, it it is still set squarely in the Bayverse. But it's 1987. He's going to be a VW Beetle. Haley Stanfield, mm-hmm. uh, and her name's Charlie, by the way. They announced that uh, either yesterday or today. Uh, is in the movie. Great actress. I, I kind of have some hope for this. What? What? Tell me. Tell me why I'm wrong, Sean. You're. You're. I have a feeling you're setting yourself up for a disappointment. I just. I just. I just don't see. I mean. I could be wrong. I hope I am wrong, but I just don't see this turning out pleasantly because at some point in time, somewhere down this road, 
Michael Bay is going to want to go, can, can I touch it? Just a little. And, and it's going to be poison. It's going to be really bad. Show me on the no, Transformer I, I, where Michael Bay touched you. Oh, yeah. And trust me, you, you will be able to tell where he touched it. <laughs> it it's going to be, I don't know. I, I hope you're right. I hope you have the right to be excited for this. I don't really get the uh, synopsis for the movie yet. I don't understand. But if Michael Bay's out, then I'm definitely more in than what I would be if he was doing this. Yeah, and uh, I, I want I want a great Transformers movie to happen. Uh, we did get news that they are doing animated features in the future. Um, and and this isn't on the notes, but they, they are doing an animated Transformers feature. It is going to be Bayverse Transformers. But oh. the next Transformers animated series that's coming out is going to be a G1-esque series. Um, that Hasbro showed off a lot of stuff um, last weekend. Uh, they are wrapping up their Rescue Bots animated series this year and starting next year. Cyberverse, I believe, is going to be the name of the next series. And every piece of art they've associated with with this series is all G1 art. So we may be getting some um, original Transformers back. That would be cool. Uh, you, yeah, I, to, to jump onto this, since I didn't start off with this, uh, I did have a pretty good Transformers conversation with my good friend Dean on his podcast, uh, Her Dork World, His Dork World. Oh, I haven't and, had a uh, chance to listen to that yet. I didn't know you talked about Transformers. Yeah, yeah, we talked about a little bit of Transformers, and I said, you know, if, if uh, they made a Transformers movie about Transformers, I, I would watch that. Wouldn't we all? And, and uh, but, but if you're listening, uh, you should go check it out. That's one of the most recent episodes of Her Dork World, His Dork World, uh, featuring Dean Compton and... Uh, his significant other, Emily Scott, who I finally got to talk to on the phone. Incredibly nice girl. It was a blast doing another podcast. I, you got to check it out. They have a really nice setup, and it was good. You should go uh, listen to them. Absolutely. I plan on doing that in the next couple of days. Um, man, you put out a cool. great picture on Twitter or Facebook. Yes. I love it. Dude, I love it. Josh Brolin. Nailed it. Cable looks very Cable-esque. Very Cable-esque for what we're getting. When when they came out, I, uh, you know, I, I was, I'm the one, you know, I'm the dork in my office. I'm looking at all the pictures and I'm like, these look really good. And I show them to my friends at work and they're like, well, the only critique they could say was Maybe a little more color, a little more silver, a little more blue, a little more gold in that outfit. He's a little thin. I, that can be changed with movie magic, <laughs> you know. That that can be done up, but just the way it is is just fine by me. If I went to Deadpool two and Josh Brolin walked out his cable looking just like he did in those photos, with no movie magic or no lights or flashing gadgets on in him i i would love it it, it looked incredible i i fully on board with the way those uh still shots looked yeah he i have to admit he looked pretty daggum good as as cable now well, 
He's I no he's no Scott Lang, but oh, you and the Scott Lang obsession. I agree. It does. He would. You're just saying that because of the haircut. But but let me ask you this: How far do you think in Deadpool will Cable's powers go? You know, because Cable's a pretty complex character. Yeah, they're not going to do any of that. I guarantee you, Cable is going to be the foil. He's going to have... Cable's just going to be full power, crazy. You know, he's going to be... Deadpool will play off of him. He's going to be just the foil. And, I mean, don't get me wrong. So you don't think... They're not going to do any origin stuff. No, no, no. He's going to already be. What well, do you think there'll there'll be any teleportation? I think Are there will be. Have joint... I think they'll have time travel. Yes. Okay. So, but what about joint teleportation? I'd because probably I don't it, care. Uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then I, I'm just trying to figure out whether Cable's going to be a telekinetic or not. Oh yeah, that's yes, of course cool. he is. Yeah. That's awesome. Is he going to have the techno organic virus? I don't know. I don't think they'll care. Oh, oh, I won't care about that stuff. Just, in fact, if you go too much into detail, you'll lose the common audience. So just let them think that he's cyborg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a cyborg. That occurred naturally. What do you mean? He's a cyborg. He's not. He's not cyborg. <laughs> That's, That's another true. movie. What? What if we get? What if at the end of Deadpool two we get Strife? That would be cool. Oh. Yeah, that'd be different. But what if the whole time the cable we see is strife? Oh no! That would be cool too. Dude, speaking of other still shots, and this goes on to our next topic. It does. Did you see the pictures of Angeline Lilly? Good lord, she looks yoked out yeah. as Wasp. Like a yoked out she... Wasp. Oh my God! You're going with there again, dude. I'm telling you, she's got some guns on her, man. Like I seen these photos, and I was like, "Holy crap!" I did not know Wasp needed to be this built. Where you hiding been? Where you been hiding them guns, Wasp? Where you hiding them guns? I did not know there was any footage out of Ant Man yet. And well, you're saying there might be? Well, there was at San Diego Comic Con. I guess they brought enough for a scene. Uh, it was, of course, Ant Man and Michael Pena uh, explain, explaining the Marvel Universe to Michelle Pfeiffer, the original uh, Wasp. As long as I get to hear Michael Pena explain it all to her, it'll it'll just be. I want to see that in the movie because I want to hear him talk about all the Avengers and what they all can do. Because you know it'll be. So awesome with him explaining it. <laughs> I can't and then, wait. And then Tony Stark met that guy with the eye patch. Oh, it'll be incredible. It'll be great. Uh, Sean, I watched a show last night. A show called <laughs> Game of Thrones. Now, stay with me. We're not doing any spoilers. But, oh my gosh. Yeah, I lo- oh. That's alright. Uh, and, and you know what? This, this I don't mind this being a recurring bit for... You know, we've only got four more weeks for this to be a recurring bit. So, talking a few minutes between, you know, you and I about Game of Thrones is going to be so much fun. Because last night, oh, so much happiness was just, a a smile was on my face that last 20 minutes. 
was just incredible. I don't know where you're getting this smile. Like, I had nearly had a heart attack in the last minute. It, it's fine. It's all fine. Let's just... And, and, and like I told you before, the battle lines are the battle lines are drawn now. Like there used to be guys on the Lannister side that I was like, you know what, you're an all right guy. I I hate that you're a Lannister. I hate that your allegiance is with these guys that are pretty freaking awful. But you know, I I like your character. Nope, not anymore. Done. Kill them all. Done with it all. I'm. Full on. No, hold on. You I, can't. You can't just say kill all the Lannisters and not and not explain what's what, how you feel about Tyrion. Because you're gonna you're gonna shut this podcast look, down, sir. Look, look. look. Here, here's what I can say about Tyrion. I I just I like Tyrion. I think Tyrion's a great character, uh, and I think his allegiance truly is with Daenerys but he is a Lannister. He, he does care debt. for he he does care for his brother. I mean his brother is his only friend on that side of the fence. And I see what what goes on there. I don't care anymore. If I have to give up Tyrion for all that to be washed clean, wash it clean. I cheer for Daenerys and Jon Snow. That's it. Oh my gosh. So, romantic relations for Jon Snow? What? Don't, don't, just don't, 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 don't. <laughs> I understand. I understand that, you know, back in those days, uh, a family name was very important. I understand that this is Game of Thrones. I understand that we have seen some horrendous escapades uh, between family members in this show so far. I don't need another one. I don't. <laughs> uh, well, here's my, here's my question. Here is my question. So, oh. seeing what we've seen already, where where do you think the big reveal comes from? How do you think they find out John? Now, they touched on it last night. Why, where's the name Snow come from? We can't talk about this right now. No, we can talk... Hey, this is all speculation, sir. Where... Um, I believe that uh, John's brother will have insight on on being able to explain a lot of that. I did like that uh, that part with. Uh, oh, okay, Bran. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, Bran. I was like, J- Rob's dead. What are you talking about? <laughs> did you watch last night's episode? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did I you got know it. there's another brother? But hey, well, is there though? Because uh, what was said Im- implies something like uh, you died in the cave, and that was a very interesting statement to make. I thought I I, I do agree with that, but uh, I, I can't get to I, I can't go into it. I'll have to discuss it with you later, man. Ah! I can't, all right, all right. Because there's there's so much to be said there. Just know that it, if you're not watching Game of Thrones, it, it really is reaching this point where if you ever wanted to watch it and you're like, will it ever go anywhere? You know, do I just get to watch a bunch? You need to watch. You need to sit down, and it's going to take some time. It's going to take a lot of time 
especially if a you whole lot of precious anything. time. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna take patience and time. Of, it, George Harrison would do be it right. singing a whole lot of precious time. But if you caught up through seven seasons, oh my goodness, it is so worth it. That it is totally worth it. One of those shows. It's not like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It, it's not like, um, my God, why can't I think of his name? Dexter. Dexter, in my opinion, was a great series through the first four seasons. And then, you know, it, it, it didn't live up to those first four seasons expectations as it slacked in story towards the end. This is not one of those shows. This is not something that you're going to invest so much time in and then it's going to have a drop-off point. Oh, my God. Uh, They've picked up the pace. The, that's right. The, the, we're still climbing the mountain. We haven't seen the pinnacle of Game of Thrones yet. So it's definitely a show that I recommend, especially if you love knights and lords and ladies and dragons and monsters that live out in the woods. It, it's incredible. Definitely a worth watching show. And it it's not just hype. It is it is real. It is the hype. So. Okay, just just to answer my question, you think the brother is going to give the reveal, and I think that uh, Sam is going to discover and, and do the reveal because of where we left him last time we saw him. Oh, that, that's a good point, too. That's a good point, too. I like that idea. So what's your beef with James Gunn? What? James Gunn came out and said, for absolutely no reason, oh yeah, we were going to use scrolls in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. I, I just didn't have time or, or the, the, the the gumption or or I was too busy or whatever. Why? Why, why would you come out and say that? I call BS. He, he's building hype, man. I, th- like I, I think they're covering their tracks. The deal, the deal is drying. The ink is drying. You're, you're still on this deal. Conspiracy you're, abounds. I believe. You are the... I have I hope. believe. If you ever told me that me and you would do a podcast, and during the podcast, one of us would become a conspiracy theorist, I would be like, well, what am I talking about? Because <laughs> I would believe it would be me. But you have bought in hook, line, and sinker to this conspiracy theory. It's crazy. Uh my question to you, we, we've we've talked about, you know, Josh Brolin as Cable was a uh, a big thing, you know, because obviously you would rather have it been Stephen Lang. <clears throat> Who do you want as Adam Warlock? Adam Warlock. Well, that's um, that's. A- I mean, that's something that has been discussed. I seen an article earlier that James Gunn was like, Matthew McConaughey is too old. To be Adam Warlock. Yes, he does look the part, but I want somebody younger. I I don't know who you're... I mean, I'm not that big on up-and-coming young stars anyway, because I just don't watch that type stuff. Do you think they'll pull somebody from one of these tween dramas that have been going around where somebody's, you know... Hey, that's a that's a good-looking young man there, and he's got kind of long, shaggy, blonde hair, and... We can work with that. Or, or do you think they'll pull a name that we know? Well, I mean, 
why not? I mean, you've already got such big stars. Adam Warlock is a great role. Give it to somebody like Ewan McGregor, Charlie Hunnam, you know, somebody we haven't seen yet. Um, oh, Charlie Hunnam? No, 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 no. Well, it, who, who have uh, you got? Oh, go for... Uh, crap. Go, go Joshua Galloway. Okay. Throw, throw Sawyer out there. But but see, if he's saying McConaughey's too old, then everybody we've just named is too old as well. Well... I guarantee you they're looking for a sub-25. And I'm just not on that level. I'm I'm not that big on the, you know, the sub-25 actors and actresses. I, I think they'll pull somebody a little younger. Jensen Ackles. <laughs> Oh well, my God! You, I know. My wife would love that. that. That that would be cool. I mean, I'm sitting here thinking about that right now, and I'm like, that would be pretty cool. Oh, what about moving on, dude? Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. What about Jamie Lannister? He has the haircut. I, I think you gotta go younger. Really? I, I think. I, I seriously, I think we're thinking. Way too old an actor. Although that would be another good fit. I, I think you grow his hair out. He would be cool. He knows how to do a menacing look. He knows how to be this. I mean, Adam Warlock's gonna be scary when we first see him. I think you know he's he's not super good. He's not super evil. He's he rides that line sometimes. I think. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, just off off point. I just saw a picture of somebody recommending Josh Holloway for not Adam Warlock, but for the Sentry. <laughs> that makes perfect sense to me. That would be awesome. There you go. There you go. Yeah, but young guys, I don't know. I, I just don't yeah. know. Uh, my guess is that's where they're going with Adam Warlock. Uh, I don't know, though. But, dude, did you grab any local haul this week? Oh, pfft, did I? Are you kidding me? Um, I haven't put this out yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out later, after the podcast. But uh, man, my my local guy, you know, hit big. Uh, got some yeah, great after comics. the weekend that I after the weekend I show up. Yeah, I uh, he had a lot of books, like fifty cents each. I got uh, a couple of GI Joe, a Namer, a John Byrne issue. Uh, an older Captain America issue, three issues of Secret Wars, the original Jeez. Marvel Super Secret Wars, like four Doctor Strange issues. Wait, uh, really? All this after I I show up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> three Power Man and Iron Fist, uh, three What Ifs, uh, one one of the, What If number one from the uh, '90s series, and a couple of older What Ifs. And I didn't realize how thick those books are. Um, I also picked up a Marvel fanfare, number 22, which I only have one of those. You never see Marvel fanfare anywhere. So I just snatched it and, uh, you know, it's, it's all right. It's a, uh, Iron Man versus Dr. Octopus issue, which is kind of weird, but, and then, uh, and then three Avengers issues that I did not have. That is awesome, man. I'm I'm glad I'm glad somebody snagged something. I am a little <laughs> bitter that it wasn't there when I was there. 
Yeah, sorry about that. Um, I also did pick up a couple of Transformers this week. Uh, the new Legends Sea Spray, uh, which hasn't had a figure um, in a very long time, came out. And it's great. It's absolutely wonderful. Uh, G1 toy remade. Uh, and got the Rave figure uh, Top Spin. Uh, one of the two figures, Top Spin and Twin Twist, which were very comical Transformers in the 80s. Uh, that were called jump starters. You pulled them back, they had a little motor, and they would automatically transform and land on their feet. They had these super huge feet that they would land on. Um, you know, really dinky. You could get a new one in the box, you know, these days for around $20, $30 from, from back then. I mean, it's one of the lower tier things you could get. But uh, this new figure is absolutely great. One of the best figures they've made so far. That's awesome, dude. I am uh, got the big old goose egg this week. Have not a zilch, nothing. I just wasn't able to make it anywhere, and anything I did see just wasn't worth getting. No new pops. No new pops. I I, I, I am, sent you pictures. I, I know, I know, and I have said to you, I am until I have at least. You know, I'm talking a solid weekend of nothing to do, which in my foreseeable future is never. I I don't know when I'll be able to make room for more stuff. I am literally maxed out for where I can put the stuff I collect. I do still have about half a long box left that I, I plan on filling at the Arkansas Comic Con. But after that... I don't even have a place to stack another long box. I, I really don't. It, it's going to be crazy. Did I, did I mention I picked up a new RF cable for my Super Nintendo that Logan can now play and is rediscovering games out the yin-yang? Oh, my goodness. Like, hey, I just showed him Final Fantasy 3 and then explained to him that it's actually Final Fantasy 6, and it blew his yeah, mind. Yeah, I started saying that it blew his mind. Tell him don't dig... You start looking on the internet trying to figure out which one's which. You end up in like some kind of time warp continuum. I, I don't know. You, you don't know really know what's going on with well, those things. Well, his biggest thing right now is I, I actually have a Super Game Boy for the uh, SNES. And I found him whenever I got the uh, RF cable. I found a Pokemon Red. One of the original games. So he now is playing Pokemon 24-7. Oh my god, it's horrible. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. It's I I went through my Pokemon Go phase, and now it's gone. It's gone. Yes, but you know what else is gone, dude? As we move on to Lost in Time, we got to talking about this today at work, and the whole time I've been thinking, what am I going to talk about for Lost in Time? I have my friend Mike at work to thank for this one. Do you remember demo CDs? You'll have. You'll have to refresh me on what you're talking about. Okay, where you could go to the gaming section, and if you bought, like, you know, even back in our day, if you bought the, like, eight oh, to yeah. ten, yeah. the eight to ten dollar magazine, it would come with a demo disc for your PlayStation, and you could put that in and play, like, three or four games. Oh, yeah. They were all, you know, like, like if there was one for, you know, I'll make this up. If there was a Madden 98, you know, 
and you bought the demo disc for Madden 98, it would probably be the two Super Bowl teams from the previous year. But you could play that game with those two teams to demo how you like to play it. And, and there might be three or four other games on that disc. Oh, yeah. I've got, I, I've got some that have, uh, that have rare, never-released games. Like, there's a... I know I've got this. It's a it's a never released on, in America Macross game that was great. The demo is on that disc, and that's worth money right now. And uh, yeah, I, I remember getting those magazines and, and playing that stuff. Of course, I also we also brought up the point of you also if you knew you were going to buy one, you had to open the plastic and feel down in there because there was a nine times out of ten that was already ganked. Yeah. So you had to make sure you were buying one with the disc if you were being the honest consumer, you know. Yeah, I never I never uh, took those. No, neither did I. I was I'm always the good guy, I guess. Just couldn't bring myself to gank a disc, but I did find it difficult to buy a $10 magazine back then. Oh yeah. Uh, my lost in time is, man, I, and, and I don't know that I would want it these days, but every TV show that came out had bad toys with it. <laughs> like, I'm talking Rambo had toys, Chuck Norris had toys, Karate Kid had toys, MacGyver had toys, just bukus of stuff that you're never going to play with. <laughs> But man, no, if they, man, that one kid, Prime. that one kid that loved Rambo, boy, he got his fill. Yeah. Oh, now we're gonna do Optimus Prime versus Chuck Norris. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember those. There was there was quite a few pretty crappy ones out there. Ah, uh, you just wonder, was there any that are actually collectible? You know, because because MacGyver obviously. That probably holds some sentimental value to some people, and I guarantee you there is somebody out there that collects MacGyver toys, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of... And what made me think of this is on on my Twitter feed, I saw somebody with a whole collection of uh, Bionic 6 and... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, those things are... They're worth money, complete collections. You know, I don't know that you could get away with trying to get more than $5 out of a Rambo figure. But yeah. now, if you had the complete Rambo toy collection, that's something different. Yeah, you might be able to swing a little more out of that. Dude, we move on to Have You Seen It? And I have a TV series to talk about that we started... Yeah, It always seems like we're starting a new TV series every week. Yeah, it does. And... and and we do that. We do that because I I honestly, we binge watch entire series in a week. Uh, as soon as my son's asleep, my wife and I are on Netflix. And we will watch two to three episodes of whatever show we're into right then. And it, it doesn't take us long to power through stuff. You know, you can power through the first season of almost any show in a week. And then we'll decide whether we want to move on or not. But this week... Netflix is, as far as we were looking up on the wiki, this is the only place for this. There was a Canadian uh, network called Xenocam or Xenovision. I don't quote me on either of those, 
but they weren't doing too hot. And they dumped all their final money into this TV series called Van Helsing. And they still tank. But they were able to tell sell the series to Netflix. And so there's a new series on Netflix called Van Helsing. It takes place in 2019. And it starts off with these like marine these marines are guarding this body of this young girl. And it tells you that vamp- vampires have taken over the world. What happened was uh, Yellowstone blew. Like, the super volcano finally... The cold era, yeah. Yeah, it popped its top, which there were vampires in the world, but as soon as it was coated with black smoke, they were able to run rampant, and they now rule the world. Oh, no! Yes, uh... But they're guarding this girl, and we have no idea who she is or anything, but unless you actually read the description of the show before you hit play, you'll find out that she is a descendant of Van Helsing. Her last name is Van Helsing. Uh, And when vampires bite her, they become human again. What? So, yes, yes. It's really strange. I'm not going to lie. The the cheese factor is definitely there. If anybody's ever watched Lost Girl or any of those other uh, sci-fi series that are made in Canada, they all have the same like special effects people. You know, um, Winona Earp is done by the same people and stuff. I, I know you have your 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 disgust for Winona Earp, but. But but you you just have throwing, to try it. throwing people under buses is your profession, I, dude. If it was, I'd be way richer than what I am. <laughs> uh, uh not that I'm even anything. Like I, I would at least be maybe upper middle class if I was making money by throwing people under buses. Jeez. Uh, but you should definitely check out Van Helsing. We've watched two or three episodes, and uh, it ain't bad. So uh, if you like some a little cheesiness right at the end of the night something fun to watch before you go to sleep i say check out van helsing all right i have a don't see it and it's called van helsing oh i agree with this <laughs> the hugh jackman kate uh, beckinsale movie van helsing it was not a good movie it was not a good movie Did, now here's the thing was you hyped for this? Because I remember. I wa- yes, I, remember, I was. I, I love. I love Universal Monsters. No, I know. I re- I believe I was still in Batesville when this movie came out, and I remember being excited for this, and maybe my hopes got just too high because this was so disappointing when this movie was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Do not do not watch Van Helsing. I mean, but, Hugh Jackman's fine, but I mean, it's it's really cheesy, you know. It's vampires going, you know, and yeah, Kate well, Beckinsale's it, being Kate Beckinsale. Well, I mean, I really like her in the Underworld movies. She's great in Underworld. In Van Helsing, I, I don't know what the director not was so doing. Much. Yeah, no. Not so much. Oh my goodness, dude, that's crazy. I, I I'm just. This Kate Beckinsale was all right. Like it wasn't a badly acted movie. It was a badly written movie. <laughs> yes. 
So once again, it's one of those movies that you're watching. You're like, this isn't the actor's fault. This this isn't their fault. It, it's like oh, I had an example, but it just popped out of my head. Brain farted out of my head. But yeah, oh, not the actor's fault. Definitely poorly written. Don't see Van Helsing with Hugh Jackman. But try out the Canadian TV series Van Helsing if you like a little cheese factor because I don't mind it. It's pretty good. Well, it'd be cheese curd factor there. Yes. But, dude, uh, as always, this at this part of the show, uh, until the con happens, I'm going to keep plugging it. We will both be at the Arkansas Comic Con September 9th, September 10th, Statehouse Convention Center. Uh, our panel will be at 11.30 on September 9th. Uh, more details will be coming as we know more. You will know more. We'll let you know as soon as we do. So excited to do this. Uh, I really think this is one of the coolest things. I never would have thought that when we started this over a little over a year ago that we would ever be having a panel. Like I've always thought, oh, maybe maybe we could have a panel here or there. And, you know, it's always a pipe dream, but to actually for it to happen, it's going to happen. I am so beyond excited, and I hope everybody that's local, if you listen and you want to uh, meet us or whatever, let, let's let's meet there. Let, let's have fun. Let's have a blast. I cannot wait for this thing, man. Absolutely. This is going to be great. You can find me on Twitter, at Maynard98. You can find both of us on Twitter at Not So Southern G's. You can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentlemen on Facebook. Uh, tons of places to see us, guys. Hit us up on SoundCloud. Uh, give us some feedback on our podcast. Let us know how you feel. That's right. And uh, Her Dark World, His Dork World, go check them out. They have a Facebook page. Go give them a thumbs up. Give them a like. Tell them that we sent you there and check out the show. Uh, it just got came out on Monday, I believe, the 7th. It was uh, released in podcast form. It's recorded live, and then the podcast comes out uh, a little bit later. So it was just released on Monday the 7th. Go check it out. That's the one I'll be on. For Not-So-Southern Gentlemen, I'm Sean. And I'm Ricky. Y'all have a good one. Dracarys! <laughs> <laughs>